Welcome to A Comic Book A Day with your host Timmy Doom. I'm Timmy Doom and I'm about to review a little horror comic because these stories have horror elements in them. It's an anthology series called Death Rattle. Now I just wanted to get a, a you know do a regular horror anthology since it was it's October it's Halloween might as well say this is the week of Halloween but this anthology story yeah it's horror all right but it's not it's not con- the conventional horror that you would see like go- ghost and goblin there is some ghost stories in these issues let me just say it's kitchen sink comics issues two three and four and i was about to give these away to josh hadley but forget this i don't know if i can give these away forget that this is a (laughs) a good ass motherfucking comic a haunting comic uh the stories in issues two are jackson eisner and holmes who are the creators of these anthologies i mean these stories in this anthology series in this anthology issue of death rattle i don't know how to describe it <laughs> is it because it, it's not like unexpected or twisted tales or tales of the crypt where it's just straight up monsters coming to get you uh no this is monsters but is this issue is more realistic monsters uh and i shouldn't say death rattle doesn't have science fiction and horror yeah they do have science fiction and uh fantasy horror but this issue number two has on the cover a uh, image from Jackson's uh, story as the first story but it's not drawn by Jackson it's drawn by somebody called Poblatsky and you can tell it's not Jackson's art but it depicts a bunch of Native Americans killing uh, settlers you know, white people, basically, the white people who came over here in the 1800, or I'm sorry, like, I think it tells the year, just the, whatever, 1500s, 1400s, whatever years, the first settlers, the first colonists coming with, um, you know, with uh, the priest and people from, I think, Spain, but, uh, <laughs> They basically it's a Titanic moment because they come over here on a boat, boat crashes up. Uh, some survivors get to shore. Plenty of survivors get to shore, but uh, then they come and meet the savage Korinkawas. That's what these Native Americans are called, and uh, the Korinkawas offer them food, a lot of food, fish and meat and everything, and they're all. <laughs> And they're eating, but then uh, somebody notices that the Karankawas are standing around with their bows, arrows, and weapons as these people are about to eat. And yeah, the worst happens <laughs> after that. They have the worst intentions. It's humiliation. Basically, it's I spit in your grave, uh, colonial style, I guess. <laughs> I spit in your grave. 1885 version. Damn, it's a but it's with the Native Americans as the rapist and uh, the colonists as the female. Except it's not spinning your grave because the, the revenge part doesn't happen. So it is is I spit on your grave without the revenge. 
uh, and it's a just a horror, a tale of horror, hum, of humanity on humanity, and this is uh, Jackson's his uh, forte. He does historical dramas, or a horse. I shouldn't say historical dramas. He shows history that we read about in history books, but he shows us the stories that they don't talk so much about in history books, and he's a little bit more graphic about it. Uh, then the next story is a story that I didn't even bother to read. Well, I did read some of it. It's just basically a bunch of weird tales of stuff that really happened in like the 1700s. And there are different stories uh, with a picture to accompany a prose paragraph. And it is, that's the Will Eisner uh, uh, contribution. And the guy who is telling all these stories, who is, you know, the guy, our host of all these stories, the spirit is. So I get, I, actually, these are interesting little stories. I haven't read them in a while, but they're just, it's just stories of true crime or true uh, unexpected horror. I was going to give that a thumbs down because it was a reprint, obviously. This thing was made in the 80s, and this and that probably was drawn far before then, like in the 1940s, 50s. But you know what? I give it a thumbs up. It's got the spirit. It's got creepy stories. And then the last story is this guy, Holmes. Uh, he's an artist. The guy who wrote and drew it. I don't even know what his name is. <laughs> his full name. I just see Holmes on the cover. And uh, he doesn't credit himself in the comic book. He does say his name somewhere in the comic. But I'm not going to go find what panel it is. Basically, he's a hippie who draws for kitchen sink and he draws a comic book featuring himself and telling about <laughs> the, just telling about our average day in his life, which is of course is not real. It's totally fantastic and crazy and horrible and violent. <laughs> and it's basically just him about being him doing hyperbole about being an artist saying, yeah, lucky thing I grew up talent. I was talented because I don't have to be a regular Joe Lunchpail going into work every day. And it, he's, you know, of course, he's doing the sculptures and uh, paintings of naked women who are there in the studio. And the FBI comes and gets him because, <laughs> because he makes obscene literature. And it's just a funny scene here where he, <laughs> where the cops, where the FBI comes and says, yeah, you're arrested for drawing obscenity. And Holmes says... I Oh shit! I I I didn't want to do it. It was all my publisher's idea. He's the one. I give you his name and everything. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and of course, the FBI gets their comeuppance, and Joe uh, is some kind of violent superhero here. He goes against all, he, you know, your your enemies as a young brash man, which is the FBI, and even his own father. At some point, <laughs> he he lashes out against. And there's a little thing in here about with the FBI agents when he's killing them. He he is at the last moment, you know, he kills all the guys, and one of the FBI agents is about to shoot Holmes, but then Lothar from from uh, uh, the Mandrake comic strip comes out and rescues him by stamping the guy to death. Of course, at, in a barbaric and savage way. And the artist says, <laughs> Lothar, thank the heavens you arrived. Good thing I hired that boogie when the old Mandrake strip folded. So that's this is a this that was a funny story and good art, great art all the way around. 
So I recommend Death Rattle to the other story. Oh, in Death Rattle 3, there's a guy, Doug Hansen. He reminds me, his art reminds me of uh, Rick, Rick Veach. He's kind of a Rick Veach meets uh, Jackson, in my opinion. And this is basically about a, a guy who finds a, a silver whistle, which belonged to an old seaman, you know, and the ghost of the seaman travels with this, with this, uh, with these baubles that he, that this kid found, uh, <laughs> and it's, it's cursed, basically. Actually, no, he finds, what is it? No, I'm sorry, he finds two coins. It's like these two coins, and something bad happens to him, then someone else finds it, and it changes hands, and everybody who has these two coins, something, tragedy, befalls them. Until at the last uh, story, which is years, decades later, the coins end up back in the hands of its original owner. That's a good story. Or that, that's, see, that's a supernatural story, and that's good. And, and then Jackson, in issue three, makes another contribution where he retells the tale of an old Native American legend about... I forgot what the, the legend was about. Is about, you know, how... We're made. We we come from a, a like beetle dung or stuff like that. It's one of those stories, like a beetle. Cre- how, how the beetle created the human being, and and all the other animals. Like it's like one of those trickster stories, and I liked it. I like it a lot. Okay, it's just like Br'er Rabbit or a Greek or, or Norse mythology. He's using. Native American, Native American mythology as a comic book story, and he didn't have to pay them for it. In the last issue in this story, I mean, I'm sorry, the last story in this issue was drawn by Steve Stiles, story and art, and it's a creepy tale about a psychic war. These, uh, <laughs> these, you know, our army in the future going up against an alien force that has like these mental powers. And how they how it defeats our army our army. Damn, that was a good story too. But this is Death Rattle. Oh, and then there's another man. I might do Death Rattle four in another issue. But all my point is Death Rattle. It's the unusual uh, anthology series. Very unusual. And this is from Kitchen Sink Comics. I couldn't believe that they didn't. I can't. I can't that they did this anthology, and I can't believe that people slept on this. I didn't know anything about it until I found it in like a 50 cent bin or a quarter bin somewhere a few years ago. And Death Rattle. Uh, the one, only in one of the comic books it has this, the title above everything that says horror and science fiction. And the rest of the comics that I have don't have that. It just has either the artist's name above it or nothing at all. In the last uh, issue, number four though, it does have a conventional science fiction horror story about a bitch who's no good and once again uh another jackson reprint or another jackson short story which i think is probably a reprint once again about native americans and uh but this time it paints the native americans in a better light uh actually it's a continua continuation of the uh the mythology story from issue three so i recommend death rattle if you want to check it out, get it. This has been Doom. Happy Halloween.
Oh, check out the website, doomcast.blogspot.com. Until next time, peace.